Oh, all right. So uh, today's episode is going to be a little emotional because I've had kind of an emotional week. I told you that my trip to San Diego was, was great and it was kind of awful um, in a lot of different ways of both, actually. And today we're getting to a hard part. And I'm just wondering if you've ever had to have a conversation, like a hard conversation with an ex, because I did. And I don't know. I'm still kind of shaking up from it. Maybe you've got some advice for me. As we get into today's show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I am Steve Kramer. It's a feel-good podcast. I do it with my mom every single day. And we got three principles. We live, we laugh, we love my mom. It means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot, and we love my mom. My co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. Um, I'm sitting here in a face mask um, as I do this podcast episode today. I've got no shirt on and I'm sitting here in like um, uh, sweat shorts and I'm sitting here thinking like this is um, this is a real job. Like not necessarily for me, mm-hmm. but you know, like Jeff and the Upside Podcast. Like that's like his like, real job is to like sit home and do a podcast. And I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> so excuse me while I um, I take care of my face over here. It should be done in about 30 minutes, and then we'll take the mask off and move on. Oh, that but, kind of mask. I thought you meant a mask for for no, Corona, like, like a paper. I mean, no, no, corona. No. Yeah. Yeah. Super safe for over COVID. here. No, I'm um, <laughs> got like a paper face mask on. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Just trying to rehydrate the skin after a week in the sun over we there. We did so. those. That was fun. We did. Mm-hmm. We did. Uh, okay. So today I told you we talk about the situation over in San Diego. I told you that I, in case you're just joining the podcast, I spent 10, nine days over in, I guess it was actually 10 days technically in, uh, in San Diego. And I used to live there for about five years and um, went back for the first time for almost uh, 10 months. I haven't been there back in 10 months. And I told you it was a good week and it was a bad week. It was a lot of... Now, a, lot, a lot of like great moments seeing friends and a lot of like hard moments of uh, outgrowing people, I guess, in a sense, mm-hmm. um, looking back on on certain fond situations and maybe realizing that they weren't as fond as I, I may have realized, which is kind of hard when you've been sitting here for 10 months being thinking so fondly of certain people and certain things and certain jobs and stuff like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, just situations like that. And I told you that and I'm going to keep this. Uh, version of the story a little shorter than I will because Jess and I are going to get into it a little bit more on the Uncensored podcast. Mm-hmm. So if you don't listen to Kramer and Jess Uncensored, you can go in the show notes and click that and we're going to get into it a little bit more. I'm going to try to get Leah, our therapist friend on for Kramer and Jess Uncensored that will be released today. If it's not, usually goes up around t- noon uh, Eastern. So on Wednesday. So you can go check that out for more of this conversation. But I told you that I finally had a conversation with someone that I dated, basically my first quote unquote girlfriend, if you want to call her that, mm-hmm. uh, right outside of my marriage. And it was, ah, oh, man, it was really crazy. Now, if you've listened to this podcast long enough and you remember that about maybe three or four months ago, back in, it was cold outside, so it was the winter, I had unpacked uh, my backpack finally from the move. And as I was doing that, I uh, had found a bunch of stuff that I just kind of shoved in the bag. It was stuff that cards and gifts that people had given me. And one of those things was the, uh, the card that she had written to me, and it kind of really made me unexpectedly emotional. Mm-hmm. Now, this girl and I, we, um, I mean, when we linked up uh we were actually just kind of talking as friends 
And then we met in real life. We, she just messaged me on Instagram about something for the radio show. And then we kind of realized that we were in a similar situation and it was kind of nice to lean on somebody. And then we met up and like our chemistry was like nothing I've ever felt before. Um, we were just like our, like, like everything was just like clicking, like, you know, it's just, just like, wow. Oh my gosh. And so all of a sudden that kind of leaned into a, I guess, I guess a relationship. I hate to call it a relationship because I never didn't really treat it like a relationship. Uh, but I guess a, um, we'll, we'll use relationship for a, back, a lack of better terms here. <laughs> okay. Um, so I, you know, the problem that we had though, was I wasn't, I wasn't public with any of this because I was still going through my divorce. This is probably six months after I separated and I wasn't really public about any of this. I was just, uh, just kind of low key. Her and I were just trying to figure it out. Now keep in mind, she was also going through a divorce at the same time. She's a business owner. And so she was trying to kind of keep her situation quiet too. So it got kind of, it got kind of messy. Uh, she was still living at home at the time because just be, they were trying to, you know, get their situations aligned. It kind of brought out the worst in me. And when it brought out the worst in me, it really led to some really uh, unhealthy situations. Um, brought out literally like the worst of me. She, I would literally say this woman brought out like the, the worst and the best of me mm. all in the same situations. Like when we were together and keep in mind, this is also when I'm going through like deep depression from the Molly situation and my ear situation. And it was just like, I was pretty much just laying in bed all day, every day until I met her. And, um, so we really, we bonded and it was like, it was really magical. But then because of the situation, as you can see, it got really kind of not great. Um, it was just, it, it was, it was hard because we were both kind of coming with our unhealthy post marital situation, you know, um, that neither of us had really healed from. We brought all of our insecurities to each other and just kind of laid them on the other person who wasn't really standing quite tall yet either. You know what I mean? Does that make sense, mom? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Rebound. Yeah. I don't know if rebound's the right word because I feel like rebound's more of like, it's just something you, you, you quit. Like I, there were so many great qualities about her. Mm -hmm. uh, rebound to me is like somebody you look back on, you're like, Oh, I cannot believe I'd ever date somebody like that. You know what I mean? Mm, um, I wouldn't okay. say that was, was her. Mm -hmm. uh, I would just say that we were both in just bringing our, our worst, to the table mm -hmm. because we were and literally the worst like, of times. Yeah. Like we were like the worst version of ourselves at that uh -huh. point. So all of those problems were kind of go, like, getting pushed off on the other person. Yes. Anyway. Um, so the situation kind of ended because I, right when I lost my job and we'll talk about this more in the uncensored podcast. If you listen to uncensored, you probably know the story by now you can fast forward probably a minute, but um, I was, you know, dating, I was kind of just dating all over the place and she was kind of sitting there waiting for me to get my act together. And so when I lost my job, I was pretty much like, okay, like let's, you know, let's be exclusive now because I, I needed somebody. It was almost like that same, like she was a safe place, right? She mm -hmm. was the one to go back to when things got rough because she was there when it was rough the first place. Right. Mm -hmm. So she was always the kind of home base, if you will. Mm -hmm. And, uh, she was basically like, no, I don't, I don't want to do that. She basically had begged me and like to be exclusive. Like, let's just be exclusive. I was like, no, no, no. And then all of a sudden I'm like, let's be exclusive. Okay. This is too much chaos going on. Let's be exclusive and see if we can figure this out. And she told me no. Mm -hmm. And that really, like that really obviously upset me because I was like, well, why, you know, like, I don't understand. This is like what you wanted the whole entire time. And it, it just didn't get good from there. I, we, you know, kind of, through the pandemic, I, it was kind of all over the place because like, I, I really didn't have any like 
I didn't, I, I, I had no bandwidth to date anybody because mm-hmm. number one is a pandemic, but number two, I didn't have a job. I didn't know where my life was going, et cetera, et cetera. And I, um, when the pandemic came to an end, I really needed to make a decision because I, you know, I'd moved Well, not when the pandemic came in, but when I moved, I was like, I need to make a decision because I, I'm just kind of all over the place. My life is so busy, hectic, chaotic. You remember when I first got to Maryland, it was so busy mm-hmm. and I couldn't just kind of keep all these women just kind of hanging out there, you know? Right. So I had actually, at this point, decided that I was going to go with who, you know, is Miss California. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had reached out to this, the first woman that I dated after my marriage who, you know, we were still trying to figure out like, would it be a thing? Would it not? You know, like we didn't really know. We both, we both had feelings for each other. Neither of us were like dating anybody else. We were still trying to like low key figure everything out behind the scenes. Um, and so I, um, I'd asked for some time to kind of like figure things out. And so when I reached out to her to say, Hey, uh, I'd like to have a conversation with you. Cause I wanted to tell her that I was going to go with Miss California, you know, mm-hmm. that I was pretty much going to focus on Miss California. Um, I, I said, can we catch up? And she texted me back and she said, she said, no, mm-hmm. like she didn't want to talk to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, well, I guess, <laughs> I guess that's my answer then. So I was pissed though. I was really mad that day because I was like, wow, after all we've been through, mm-hmm. like we're just going to end with like, no, we're not going to talk about this. Like mm-hmm. we, and her and I have been through just all kind of craziness, like some of the hardest times together. Mm-hmm. And so I was really, I was really, really mad. And I was like, whatever, it doesn't even matter anymore. Like, I'm just going to go focus on Miss California. You probably know how that story ends. I dated this girl for three or four months. Um, and, uh, it just, just didn't work out just wasn't enough to move her from California over here. We weren't strong enough. And, um, I, I kind of like, I don't want to say that I'd forgotten about this first girl, but I, I just, it was like, I pushed it away until I found the, that note again. And you know that like when I found that note, it really like wrecked me. And I don't remember what episode that was, but I remember I telling you on the podcast, like I was really in a bad headspace because, it was just so tough. Right. Mm -hmm. So I was just kind of debating what I should do with that. I was like, I don't know if I should reach out to her or what. And she actually, um, I, I, she had actually heard that podcast episode and had texted me and said, Hey, listen, like I'll, you know, I'll have a a conversation with you. And this is all the, on the uncensored podcast too. I'll have a conversation with you, but I want you to go on and basically clear up this, 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 and this, because you know, there's some things I just don't share. And she mm-hmm. felt like it was making her look bad or mm-hmm. making our situation not seem fair. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I don't really want to share that. I don't really want to like get into that. So I decided to tell her that. And she's like, okay, well then, you know, if, if you don't want to clear that up, then I don't want to have a conversation with you. And that was the end of it. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to my birthday. I get a text from her late at night. Uh, just says happy birthday. And I respond back the next morning when I got, when I woke up and I was like, you know, this, this might seem crazy, but I'll be in San Diego in July, you know, a month, about a month from now. Would you like to like get together and have a conversation? And, um, I think she said no at that point and whatever. Okay. So now fast forward to San Diego. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sitting here, it's Wednesday. I'm having dinner with a friend and this friend had actually asked about this first girl mm-hmm. and she was asking what was going on. I kind of explained the situation, you know, we weren't really talking anymore and, Anyway, the conversation moves on to her and, and she's talking about this guy and she was like, 
you know, um, she's talking about this story about this guy that was, she had dated and basically had kept reaching out to her to have a conversation. And she was like, for like a year, I was too stubborn to want to have a conversation with him, but I'm so glad he kept reaching out to me because, uh, it was really, it was really great when we could finally connect again, when I was finally let my guard down to have a conversation and I'm sitting there and I'm like, I wonder if I should just reach out to her one more time now that I'm in town. I had not planned on reaching out to this woman or anything. Mm -hmm. And so when I left dinner, I did, I, I, I shot her a text and I'm like, Hey, listen, no pressure. Just wanted to let you know I'm in town. And if you're interested in having a conversation, you know, I'm here. Don't respond unless you want to have a conversation. Mm -hmm. And it took her a little bit of time, but she got back to me. She was like, how long are you in town? I'm like, I'm here through, uh, through Monday morning. And then um, she was like, I can, I can meet you. I think it was Saturday. I said, I'm, I'm free Saturday morning at 9 a.m. And I'm like, all right. Um, so we met up for the first time in a year. Mm. And it was, uh, it was really weird. It was really weird. Um, it was really weird. I, It, it was like the second that we saw each other, because I, I didn't know where Headspace was going to be. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't know what she was thinking. Like, our conversation had not gone well for the past year. Mm -hmm. She obviously knows that I was dating somebody else, mm -hmm. um, which kind of overlapped with her time mm -hmm. when we were dating at the same time. Like, I... I I was really apprehensive about doing it. I don't honestly, I don't even know like really why I wanted to have a conversation with her. Mm -hmm. I guess I just wanted to like clear the air because we had been through so much together, you know? Yes. And I, and a lot of people, by the way, if you listen to the uncensored podcast, like a lot of people were saying, don't like, you need to find closure within yourself mm -hmm. and don't like, what good can that do? Mm -hmm. And so her and I spent about an hour, hour and a half together in her place and the second that she opened that door, um, it was just like, like, like no time had passed, mm. you know, it was mm. like so comfortable and casual again. We sat across from each other on the couch mm. and we laughed a lot, which is what we typically would do when we were together. Like we were, our chemistry was still on point mm -hmm. and a lot of laughter and just, um, and a lot of like honest conversations, you know, that I really wanted to just kind of like explain to her the situation because, um, you know, and I, I've told her that I, in the podcast, I'm not going to try to give much of her side of the story, mm -hmm. um, just to kind of protect her privacy and everything. And mm -hmm. so, but you know, she, she basically felt like I had, I guess for a lack of very short terms here, uh, or a lack of, or trying to condense a very long conversation was she just kind of felt like I had, abandoned her and um it was tough it was a really tough emotional conversation mm -hmm. and um basically we you know we decided it's, it's probably best not to talk right now because we're we're both kind of fresh you know it's still mm -hmm. uneasy and not good i mean it wasn't like said in like a bad way everything was very emotionless at the time, you know, it's just a very honest conversation about not wanting to, you know, stir things up and wanting to kind of move on from one another. Mm -hmm. But the, so, and we hugged each other and, and that was it. Mm -hmm. And 
I, uh, second I left, like I got in my car and I just started crying. I've kind of, I've kind of cried like since I've been, been back like off and on, like mm-hmm. I've just been really emotional about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't even know, I don't even know why, why it's so emotional to me, mm-hmm. you know, like I chose to date someone else, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I chose to move away. I chose to date someone else. Mm-hmm. I chose to basically, you know, move on with my life. Right. So like, why, why is it so emotional to me? Mm-hmm. Like, why am I having such a hard time with this? Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I don't, I don't really know. And the only thing that I've, cause I've really spent a lot of time with this, with these feelings for the last couple of days. And the only thing I can really come up with is that I never really took the time to grieve us. Yes. You know, That's like what I was thinking, mm-hmm. I, I think what happened really was that I, I used anger from that situation mm-hmm. to kind of like push it down. Mm-hmm. And I, didn't take time to like grieve all of like us. Mm-hmm. It was so much easier to get rid of it, to get rid of those feelings when you're like, Oh man, like effort. Like she doesn't even want to return my phone calls. Mm-hmm. She was this and this and this, like, I'm so glad she's not calling. You know, I'm so glad that's over. I'm so glad I'm dating somebody else so much better over here. Mm-hmm. But like the second that I, had that conversation, that really honest, raw conversation with her, mm-hmm. it like opened up another part of like, I don't know, my heart, mm-hmm. my head. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of like a mess all over again about it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, mom thoughts. Maybe it's grieving what you can't have. Mm. The loss of what can't be. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think you you're pretty well convinced that the two of you are really not right for each other. Right. Um, and that yeah, you that's can't. the thing is like over, over time, and this is something I've had to, had to realize and I'm still kind of spending time on right now mm-hmm. is that we just didn't, uh, we were like too similar. Like our, our mm-hmm. bad traits were both of our bad traits mm-hmm. and we communicated completely differently. Mm-hmm. And, those two things together mm-hmm. were just hard, especially yeah. in a time where like neither of us could really had spent much time working on ourselves. Right. Right. But like a year later, I've dated so many people. Yeah. So many people that like, I'm like, okay, like that's over. Move mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Like even, even Miss Virginia at this point, it's like, okay, didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Move on. You know, dated mm-hmm. a lot of girls in San Diego, mm-hmm. even Miss California. It's like, she's great, but it's mm-hmm. not going to work. Okay. Move on. Mm-hmm. So what is it about this one? Um, I think it's probably from what I know of that relationship, it's the depth of that relationship. Yeah. You two really had a deep emotional relationship right. at a time when you were both really hurting and suffering from the loss of a previous relationship. Right. And looking and hoping for something that was going to be fulfilling that in the end turned out not to be. That's what I mean by grieving the loss of what can't mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So well, it's, it's tough, you know, I, I, I gotta be honest. Like there wasn't part, there was definitely a part of me that she's basically, basically moving on with her life mm-hmm. and is happy with the, like the direction she's going in. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
for some reason, even though I, I don't like logically, I see some of these things. I'm like, yeah, that was tough. Like it was still, it still hurt. Mm-hmm. Like it hurt me to know that she was moving on you without know? you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But why? Like that's, I'm really been like turned upside down about this. Mm-hmm. Um, because so it's, it, it's the fantasy of what could have been. Mm-hmm. And grasping the reality of it. Yeah. That it, it's really not meant to be. Yeah. And that you too have to move on. But yeah, I think it's grief. It's grief. It's loss. It's sadness. Yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah, but like yes. grief, grief's funny like that. You know what it I mean? Is. And I don't, and it is. And it's with everything. My divorce is like that for a long time where I'd be fine, 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 fine. And like something would happen and mm-hmm. it would not be fine anymore. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy because I feel like I'm pretty much pretty much all cleaned up for my divorce like mm-hmm. i don't i couldn't give two poops about my ex-wife at this point you know mm-hmm. right but with this girl that i dated for like a year mm-hmm. it's just crazy that like i'm still like kind of hung up on it so i didn't i just didn't realize those feelings were there i didn't expect those feelings to pop out the way mm-hmm. they did mm-hmm. I, it was good i'm really glad that i got to say my piece mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but I, you know, just in case I never talk to her again, like I'm glad that like it's you haven't had a clearing of the air and heart. Yeah. Of yeah. where where you stand. Yeah. Right. And so that, that clarity can help you move on. It really can. I think so. I think yes. that like that was down there. And I think maybe honestly it's making it kind of hard for me to for me to move on. Mm-hmm. For me to like want to be in a a committed relationship because mm-hmm. I think there's still some pain there that I just didn't even realize was still there. Mm-hmm. It was like making me maybe not want to be as committal, you know, yes, like to someone else. To be committal. Yeah, yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know where all that's going or mm-hmm. if that means this conversation means anything to you, but my head's just in a weird space this week. And I kind of, I don't want to say it like put a damper on the end of my trip. Cause I'm glad it happened, but like, yes, there's still some work to do there. You know, there's still mm-hmm. some work to do. So I, I promise this is going to be a short conversation. It's now been 20 minutes. Um, I, <laughs> Leah, uh, hopefully is going to hop on the uncensored podcast and we're going to kind of break it down a little bit more over there, but um, that's some tough stuff, man. It's tough stuff. I don't it really is. know. You got any feedback on that though? Maybe you've been through something like that. And it's like, what? Like a 10 year marriage. I don't, I don't care about, but like this one year, not even re- full relationship, you know, mm-hmm. like, but you were, over. but it was compounded by all the grief and loss you were already feeling. Maybe so. Yeah. The whole relationship was, for lack of a better word, intensified. Yeah, um, I was joking with a friend today. I said, "You know what? I'm either going to date no one or just multiple people forever." This whole like giving yourself <laughs> to one person thing, man, it's too risky. It's too risky. Mm, it you is know, risky. You, either, you, either, you either get none of it or you just spread it out <laughs> over multiple people. Then like nobody can really, you know, you take one, you lose one. You know? Yeah. <laughs> or give your all uh, to someone, but you no, want to get. what happens. I'm over here you later wanna, still crying about yeah, this. Yeah, but you want to yeah. be sure it's the, li- the right one and you want to be sure that you're in a space to give yourself. Yeah. And obviously to give your I, best self. Wasn't, was not. So yeah. I don't know. Just know that I'm, I'm in a weird I'm in a weird headspace about this. I'm in a really like, I don't know. I don't know what it means. I don't know why. I don't know where it came from. I don't know what it means, but um, I know I got some work to do and I'm kind of glad that I'm single at the moment, you know, Uh because I really want to like work through this and like understand where it's coming from and like truly move on from it, not just push it down. Right. 
I'm glad that I don't see her as the enemy anymore. That actually feels really validating because mm-hmm. for a long time, you listen to the other podcasts. I mean, I, I called her, I mean, I literally, her nickname on the, on the podcast, the other podcast on censor podcast was the toxic one. Like I was like, Oh, she's uh-huh. so toxic. She's a this right. God, the more self-reflection I do, I was no better. So much easier to call names <laughs> and to look at your own, you know, uh-huh. especially when you're the only person on the podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. So I don't know. That's just where I'm at with that. Thanks for listening and, you know, sharing that part of my life with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mom, we're going to push off mom tent until tomorrow because I thought this was going to be about a 10 minute conversation. Sure. I mean, now it's a 25 minute conversation. Yes. So we do mom tent on Wednesday. We'll push it to Thursday, but we'll go ahead and get to our, our quote for today. Okay. Hang on. Now I'm not prepared. You weren't ready. I was Caught not. Off guard. I was not ready. Now you have thrown me for a loop and right. my, and my, um, Quote goes with my mom tent. Now, what am I to do? Oh, <laughs> my, no my, my. Hang well, on. Yeah, mom tent can oh. go on from five to 15 minutes, depending <laughs> on how long. I, yes, I here's, here's one from my okay. archives. It's from Oprah, okay. and it's very fitting for today. Turn your wounds into wisdom. Mm, yeah. Yeah, Something. it's wild, man. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Um, you know, before things like this I would kind of run away from mm-hmm. I would just push it down just date somebody else who cares you know right like, screw her I'm over it that's what we I'll do date somebody else and not even worry about this I'll just call her all these terrible names and talk about all the awful things that, that happened to us and mm-hmm. really not validate any of the good things because I'm just hurt you know mm-hmm. um mm, yeah Turn your wounds but I don't want to do that, wisdom. you know, like, I don't want to do that. And that's kind of like what San Diego was all about. And we'll, we'll get more into it. I'll, I'll take a break from San Diego tomorrow, but maybe Friday show we can get into it a little bit more. But it was kind of just like this really weird self-reflecting kind of week mm-hmm. um, in a lot of different ways. But that was just one of them right there where like, like what does that mean? What does all that mean? Mm-hmm. Um mm. What wound has been opened up to you that you yeah. can now become wiser right. from yeah, from totally. having had that experience? Totally. So good mm. thing to reflect on. Yep. It is also a great week to be starting back with uh, with better help. I'm really actually super excited about it because Thursday is – so tomorrow is the big day where I'm, I finally got my better help appointment – um, I, I pop in and out of therapy and that can be tough when you're working with a traditional therapist sometimes. So you got to like, get on the phone and schedule this, schedule that, you know, when you use better help, uh, it's online therapy and counseling. It's literally as easy as just starting your subscription back, scheduling a time to meet with your therapist. And just like that, boom, you hop on a call, you hop on a video chat and you're connected with a therapist in less than 24 hours. It's Awesome. And this is why I like, this is why I, lo- I love about BetterHelp. I'm a paying customer, by the way. Pay every single, well, pay them for the months that I use. I usually will do a month or two and then I feel like I'm good and then I'll hop off for a month or two and then I'll hop back in for a month or two. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I, uh, it's great. It's great. No matter what you're going through, you know, if it's, it's relationship stuff, divorce, it was, you know, great to work out some of my divorce stuff, some other hard issues that I've been through that I really hadn't dealt with. Uh, was really nice to talk to somebody unbiased, but you're mm-hmm. like, where do I get a great therapist? Betterhelp.com. You meet with somebody digitally or over the phone and you can schedule it with your, your convenience. If you want to do it from work, you know, maybe you got a lunch break, you can pop it in there late at night. Uh, you got, you want to do like a nine o'clock session. I've got some people that do like eight, nine o'clock sessions, you know, cause the kids are gone to bed. You can do it then. 
Uh, basically, whatever you're looking for, they got, they've got a therapist ready for you. 10% off your first month, betterhelp.com slash Kramer. Betterhelp.com slash Kramer, and you get 10% off your first month over BetterHelp. Also, uh, I'm asking this week that you go try bubs or renew your bubs or you reorder your bubs because uh, bubs bubs time is running out with us for right now, but I want to make sure they come back to the podcast. So if you've been sitting there and maybe you're like, Oh, well, I've still got an extra week's worth or two weeks. I'm going to message them probably tomorrow and uh, see if they want to come back for another couple months on the podcast. And I just want to show that like, Hey, we're here. Like we're trying it. We're using your product. So if you could, Go ahead and, you know, reorder your bubs. Or if you've never tried bubs before, you're like, what the hell is bubs? Well, welcome. Uh, bubs is collagen and MCT oil powder. We'll focus on the collagen today. Collagen is naturally produced in your body, but as you get older, it's not there anymore. So, like, if you're like, why do I have wrinkly skin? It's because you don't have as much collagen. Well, that, that and sun damage, but um, <laughs> but it's great. It's great. You know, like, it's uh, things like like your hair, your skin, your nails. You'll see a huge difference. And your, uh, your, your joints, a lot of people will do it because they have these weird aches and pains. I've got a friend that has this weird neck pain, couldn't figure it out. Chiropractor, doctor, massage, couldn't figure it out. Started taking bubs and boom, the problem's gone. She stopped taking bubs for a while thinking like, you know, that it was, it was magically better. Came back. Boom, start taking bubs again, gone again. I love it. It's great. So many stories like that. Uh, that's Bubs Collagen. And I'll give you 20% off to go try it. It is bubsnaturals.com. Bubsnaturals.com. If you've tried the collagen, maybe try out the MCT oil powder to support the podcast. Or maybe if you have uh, you've tried the MCT oil, try the collagen or the Fountain of Youth. All great products. Bubsnaturals.com. Bubsnaturals.com. Coupon code is Kramer to get 20% off your order. All right, so we'll get to a moment in Kramer history just a couple seconds away. First, certified fans, hello. Thank you so much for supporting our podcast. Really appreciate it. Um, we are um, uh, we're really funded by certified fans, and that's what this is. It's a, a chance for you to give back to the podcast. It's five bucks a month. Um, and when you do get it, we try to give you as many perks as we can, you know, to thank you for your donation. If you text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8, we'll shoot you a link back real quick and you can just join. And, uh, when you join, you'll also get a show dedicated to you. Uh, you get a whoop whoop on the podcast and all that. And, uh, we, when we don't have somebody new, what we'll do is we'll go back and we'll thank somebody that's been here for a while and kind of dedicate the show to them. So uh, we don't have anybody new today, but we'd love okay. that to be you for tomorrow. Yes. So just text the word FANS, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. Uh, let me let me spin our wheel here. Uh, spin wheel. It's very scientific over here. <laughs> um, just pick this website and pick this website. And then we hit this. And then we hit spin. And we find out what, who we're thanking today for being a certified fan. It's a very long wheel sometimes. <laughs> Number 23. Wow. 23, early on. Early um, on. Wendy R. Wendy R. Okay. This show is dedicated to you. Uh, you're in Escondido, California. You've been a certified fan now since the very beginning. Since Aww. the 3rd of June, 2020. Over a year now. And we are so thankful for you. Just so you know that, we are so, so, so thankful for yes. you being here for this long. If anybody deserves it, it's people that have been here, you know, since the beginning. So yes. for you, Wendy R., here is your bonus whoop whoop and dedication to the show. Here we go. Whoop whoop. 
to Wendy. Thank you so much for being here. There it is. It. There it is. My whoop whoop was so flat yesterday. Yeah, didn't right like that. Mm-mm. No. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> got to work on it. Got a little rusty over. I guess vacation. so. I've forgotten I how to so. whoop whoop. <laughs> <laughs> got to pick it <laughs> back up. Practice. <laughs> that's right. All right, Mom. That's it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. A moment in Kramer history. This one's, this one's PG-13. This one is why some of our upside listeners get unhappy with our podcast sometimes because these segments get a little PG-13. And I say PG-13 and not R because at one point, these, this this passes all broadcast um, rules because we this actually was, that's exactly what a moment in Kramer history is. It's, it's us uh, kind of uh, looking back at my radio archive and like some of the stuff we used to get away with. And so it's all FCC appropriate. It's just, I would say, a little grimy at times. Uh, we go back to this week. It was 2010. And um, I will warn you one more final time. This is for uh, mature ears only. All right. The first news story that we have on this subject matter comes out of Houston, Texas. Okay. Deborah Yvette Parker, 38 years old is charged with manslaughter and being a felon in possession of a firearm after she accidentally, quote-unquote, shot her longtime companion, Broderick, 58, at the couple's apartment on June 30th. The prosecutor said Parker made a statement saying she accidentally shot him during what they described as naughty cowboy. It was a bit of sexual foreplay. Oh, She did admit to being in possession of the handgun and using it as a toy during foreplay with the victim's acquiescence and request for it to be used in that manner. Like, how did... Okay. Apparently, he was shot in the chest. Okay. That's all right. That's one. That's one story. What? What? Um, Were they just role-playing cowboy? I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. What else would... They were actually cowboys. I didn't know if that was... um, they oh whatever okay got it got it mental picture that's one that's one the last one that's one that was the first one okay Okay. this is the second one um a judge has sentenced a Columbia woman to 18 months in jail in the death of her husband during a sex game Rebecca who is 26 was sentenced Monday Monday in the death of her 29 year old husband in April 2008 Rebecca was convicted of negligent homicide a lesser charge than the second degree murder indictment against her she was accused of tying up and gagging her husband as part of a fantasy and leaving him alone in their alone in their mobile home for 20 hours while she was with another man that she had met on the internet a medical examiner testified that he died of suffocation oh so, um, not expecting phone calls right now, but I just want to, I'm just curious, man. I'm really just curious. 230-W-I-L-N. 230-9456. How have you been hurt while engaging in adult time? Like, I've never, never once had any kind of bodily harm done to me while I was engaging. No. Ever in my life. I've never once could I, even like some of the, the freakiest stuff I've ever done. Oh. Um, 
does pulling a muscle I was or getting say, a Charlie horse no. count? No. I got a cramp okay. once no. in my leg. No. Nope. Okay. Doesn't count. Okay. okay. Doesn't count. I want to know about some type of physical damage that was done to you while you were engaging right. Right. in adult time. Sure. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Okay. It does. Uh, 230 WILN. 230-9456. I doubt there's anybody, man. I mean, I've heard of, like, concussions when people get a little bit too excited, really? you know? I've never heard that before. Yeah, where, like, you know, they're, like, pushing each other around the room and, you know, they just bang someone's head up against the wall. Oh. But this was, like, you know, a person said, a person said, a person said, oh, but so no you one never got a story no, exactly. Yourself. Okay. But just that, oh, I heard one time somebody no. got a concussion. This That's has to it. be firsthand stories. Yeah. Firsthand story. I'm just shocked we even have a phone call. Uh, good morning, Simon. Oh, no, not too much. All right, so were, did you kill, or were you almost, <laughs> oh, or did you almost my. kill, or were you almost killed? Though, dear Lord, I almost killed. Oh, oh Lord! Oh. <laughs> Wait, do we need to alert the authorities yeah. right now before we hear the story? Okay, it's fine. Oh, uh, okay, uh, well, the this girl was kind of crazy. She was down with the whole, you know, autoerotic asphyxiation type thing. She liked to be choked. Oh, oh man. no! I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pretty standard guy. I just, you know, get in, get out, be done with it type thing. <laughs> sure. You know, be a little sure. wild sometimes. But she was, she was insisting that I choke her. Oh, and, my! And uh, you know, she was hot, so I was like, "All right, she fine, was hot, I'll so it was do it okay. a little." And uh, we kind of got in the heat of the moment, and she kind of started not being the same color as she normally was, and I realized that I was really choking her. And, uh, Shut up. So you like you could yeah. you could have really killed her like right then and there. Yeah, was, she was probably a few seconds away. Oh, oh my god, Simon! Like, did you feel bad, <laughs> or were you like uh, it's your fault? Well, I stopped right afterwards. See, and that's what I, I was gonna I, ask. Like I'm gone. I just walked away. I, I put my clothes back on and yeah, I think just left. At that point, it's hard. It's really hard, I think, to to, to keep going because yeah. it, it's just it's just too weird, you too know. Much. I mean, you don't keep going, but you at least make sure she's okay. Well, she. I mean, she was breathing, so I assumed she was good. <laughs> I just. Well, I saw I her just, chest rise and fall, so she must be done. okay. I, there's no way to like get the mood back. Yeah, no. no. You're like, hey, sorry, I almost like, killed you. you want to watch a movie? Yeah. No. That's a hard Please word. don't call me. Yeah. Oh, my. I don't blame you for leaving that mess by, oh, behind. Um, wow. Well, uh, I'm glad you didn't die. I'm glad no one's dead and you're not in jail. So uh, thank you. Uh, thank you for calling us, man. Uh, my pleasure. All right. See you, man. <laughs> hey, what's going on, uh, Dave? Yes. Okay, so you were, um, you were in the act of? Uh, yes, yes, I was. Okay, and what happened? Uh, well, what happened was previously, previously to that, we were uh, eating some cake, and in the bedroom. Yes, in the bedroom. Okay. Sure. And uh, we had some forks and knives out, and like the knives were kind of sharper than the normal butter knives. And what kind of cake was we were, it? Like fruit cake? This is a tough cake. <laughs> no, no, like um, I don't know, I don't know what type of knife it was, but it was much sharper than like a butter knife. Okay. Yeah. So as we were doing it, um, we kind of fell off the bed, and she landed first on the floor, and the knives kind of just like cut her. Oh, oh my man. gosh! Like how bad? How bad of a cut are we talking? Um, it was like a gash kind of oh. in her leg. Oh! Now, what yeah. now my, my question is, what goes on after that? Um, we kind of stopped. Yeah. <laughs> 
you once, can't really once there's a gash in a leg, you need to probably go to the emergency room and cease and desist with what you're doing. Like what happened was because the uh, the knife was propped up a little bit from the the dish. Yeah. Uh, so when she fell, it it like left a bit. It just kind of went right into oh her, um, you know, thigh. So. Man. He's like, baby, baby, hold still, hold on, hold on, just wait. I, I know you're in pain. Hold on, hold on, hold on, baby, hold on. She's like, I take that knife out and be like, I will stab you with this. <laughs> I'll cut you. Hold on, baby. Typical male. Man. So close. I'll cut you. Again. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and six one since that matters, and what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right. Well, thank you for being here for today's episode. Sorry, it wasn't the the most fun. We always say this is a feel good podcast, but try to like bring it back around with some funny getting hurt talk. You know, I don't know. I don't know why I'm so shaken up over this. Maybe it's not that big of a deal, but I'm just like, why do some people just like hold on to your heart like that sometimes? I mean, I don't get it. Don't get it. Anyway, we'd love your phone calls. 888-Kramer8. See tomorrow for a brand new Ask My Mom. Love you. Bye. Hi, Kramer and Mama Nancy. It's Steph from Phoenix, Arizona. Um, I was just wanting to comment on the Ask My Mom. I actually have a best friend that constantly is in turmoil. Obviously, if her mom was passing, that would be different. But, I mean, she's like a sister to me. And I have to limit myself because there's always something wrong. And I know when I answer the phone, I'm committing to an hour of negativity. And it really does, like Kramer was saying, it brings you down. It really, really does. And I try to have advice for her, but she never wants to take the advice. She just wants to hear herself talk almost. Um, So in that sense, I would recommend limiting myself, not cutting her off, but just limit that time that you're exposed to the negativity but with the with the mama passing you got to be there you just there's no getting around it you have to be there so that's my two cents love you guys forever okay that's it for today thanks for listening to my son's podcast certified mama's boy be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends love you forever